0: Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. We've got another astrology episode, full moon happening in Sagittarius on June 14th. But know this, (laughs) we're going to be having many other types of podcasts coming out for you. More interviews, conversations with others, shorter podcasts coming as well, where we're just exploring different topics or different practices or different doorways into our inner world, all with the intention of helping us all to live our best, most true, most authentic, most fulfilling lives Possible. (laughs) I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the variety coming up and the kind of different formats that we're going to be doing and exploring and throwing in. We're going to keep doing the astrology podcast. We poked into this and we're like, I don't know if episodes in astrology feel right, but they do. So we're going to keep doing full moon and new moon episodes. Speaking of this episode, I always like to give something a little bit extra at the start of our audio podcast, um, before going into the main body of content, which is also the content on YouTube. So if you're ever wanting to watch video version, know that this also always happens on YouTube. Um, all right, but two little things that I want to share with you that I don't talk about. One is Shiva. The asteroid Shiva is currently conjunct Saturn. So I talk about Saturn and how to really lean into structure within ourselves, like inner scaffolding. Here's something with Saturn that I didn't share also is when we're trying to feel into, you know, what is this moment for us? What is this moment for us? If we can feel it in our bones, This is, I talk a lot about this trickster energy coming up, this illusion, um, delusion kind of energy with Neptune coming up in this full moon in Sagittarius, which can also just be like mind blowing and very confusing because it's so expansive, so big. But if we can feel into what's in my bones, what's in my bones, what's in my bones, that's something to lean into during this full moon. Um, so that we can stay kind of in that inner alignment place. And also, if you feel into Shiva and the energy of Shiva, Shiva is divine masculine. I oftentimes, when I meditate or do embodiment work with Saturn or that kind of inner aspect of myself, I really dive into just that thread that is Saturn. And if you follow Saturn far enough, long enough, moving through, you know, father time, lord of karma, you keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. There is a point where you reach Shiva. Like Saturn can literally take you right into Shiva consciousness, right into divine masculine um, consciousness, void, nothingness, this, this really high level expression of divine masculine. The divine masculine that can hold the all of everything, right? So if it's Shiva holding, dancing with um, the partner to Shakti, right? Shakti, the every expression of the feminine counterpart is Shiva, every expression of the masculine. And this is so beautiful that these two are lining up, that Saturn and Shiva are together during this full moon it brings out the higher octave expressions of saturn it brings out the divine masculine nature of saturn so if you want that's a really great place to meditate on and lean into the other aspect to just quickly mention here and then I'll let you get into the get into the guts of our conversation today but it's that the north node is still highlighted. I've talked about this in many of the previous <laughs> um, podcasts, especially with the eclipse energy. We Eclipses always have to do with the nodes of fate, right? So just remembering that this is also a very fated time. And so something you can do in there is leaning into... Destiny, destiny, any kind of meditations around or focus on or reflections on, you know, my soul path, my callings, my destiny, like that, that soul, like soul truth, deep inner callings, what I'm destined for. That's another aspect that we can lean into to get the most out of this full moon energy. All right, that's enough of this intro. Enjoy the episode. Wow, do we have a full moon coming up. Uh, so good to be here with you. In this full moon conversation, I want to talk about the inner aspects of self that are being challenged. I wanna talk about how you can ride the wave of this full moon to you know, almost fuel what it is that you're aiming to step into in your life. So <laughs> this, what's challenging, What's the wave that we can ride that's fueling us? And hopefully I can bring some insights or some aha moments for things that are showing up in your life around this full moon. Then I'm going to talk about it. It's very mental. We're in a very mental time right now with Gemini, with Mercury having just gone direct. It's mental. So the beautiful part about this mental space is mental in a way that we're getting insights. We're, we're getting insights. We're getting clarity. The mind is seeing things, picking up on things, thinking about things, analyzing things, and almost in a way that it's it's like finding a direction forward. So think about that in your life. Um, what's in a full moon? It's what's coming to light. What? What is culmination? And so if you think about what have you been working on for the last couple of months? What projects have you been working on what have you been looking at in your life what areas of life have you been focused on to do with change to do with stepping into a different way of doing it a different way of being a new direction a new anything to do with change but think about the last few months what's been the thing you've been working on we could say it like that what's been the thing that you've been working on Now here's the wild part about this full moon. It's going to challenge what you believe you've uncovered. Let me repeat that. It's going to challenge what you believe you've discovered, uncovered, uh, the direction you feel you should be moving in, the thing you feel you've worked through, the thing you feel you're ready to step into, whatever that kind of new chapter is, that you're, you're changing in your life or you're stepping into in your life. This full moon is a culmination of it, but it's also gonna challenge it. And here's how. It's gonna challenge it from this, from a Neptunian way. So the mind is operating, right? It's great. We just had this Mercury retrograde. It's made us go deeper, made us reflect. Now it's, it's ready to go forward, right? Mars is in this beautiful place of just like forward movement although he's conjunct Chiron <laughs> during this full moon. I'll talk about that in a little bit. So hold tight. We'll talk about what this wounded wounded warrior, it's kind of what we can sort of feel it as if you mix Chiron, our deepest wounds, with Mars, warrior, wounded warrior. So we'll talk about that. But can you feel that wounded warrior might be playing a little bit of a role in how you're questioning yourself or... Um, Fears in moving forward, or any of those like mental tapes playing around. I'm not ready yet. I'm not good enough yet. I haven't done enough work yet. Um, who am I to do this? <clears throat> All of those sorts of things, but. Let me, uh, let me feel into this other challenging aspect, this Neptune aspect, before we dive into uh, Mars Chiron a little bit further and how we can work with that. So hang out until the end, because I want to talk about how we can work with it. There's a grace to it. There's a grace to all of these aspects. And so at the end of the video, I really want to dive into the grace, like how we can work with it, even the challenging stuff, right? So even the wounded warrior, even this delusional Neptune aspect, How we can get the most out of it, that really like riding the wave, riding the wave, letting all of this be fuel for our growth, for our (laughs) whatever it is that we're working on manifesting or calling into our lives or creating, let it be fuel for that, let it be fuel for that. Okay, so uh, Neptune. (laughs) This full moon falls in Sagittarius, right? So it's a full moon in Sagittarius conjunct Medusa, dark goddess, right? Medusa, when I feel into this particular moon being square Neptune, conjunct Medusa, uh, the feel, there's many aspects to Medusa, that particular dark goddess archetype, many aspects to her. But the aspect that I'm really feeling in a full moon is revealing aspects of self hmm, that, we're maybe a little bit more hidden, maybe a little bit more judged. Maybe we feel shame around these aspects of self. This Medusa is known for taking off false masks, taking off the masks that we wear to help us get to truer self, truer self, truer self, Um, to help us to get to a fuller expression of self, especially around feminine energy. So a fuller expression of feminine energy. She really, and, and she's conjunct the full moon, like this is illumination of Medusa's gifts, Medusa's magic, Medusa's medicine woman. So Medusa is, yes, considered dark goddess if you look at the six faces of the feminine, and we'll put descriptions down below. There's a master class that you can do on that to learn more. But if you, if you feel into Medusa, Medusa, she's interesting. She's interesting because she's not just in one aspect of the feminine. She doesn't just represent one face of the feminine. She's very complex. She's very multi-layered. She represents, uh, um, of course, dark goddess. I'm smiling because I'm really feeling into her sensual, sexual nature. And we'll talk about that in a second. But she represents dark goddess. So she represents hidden aspects of self. She represents medicine woman. There is medicine woman gifts to be had within Medusa archetypal energy. So when we open that within ourselves, suddenly things come online, like intuition comes online in a different way. Maybe our capacity to um, vision, visionary, Oracle capacity, psychic capacities can switch on with Medusa. Um, Hands on healing can switch on with Medusa. Midwifery can switch on with Medusa. Medusa's got medicine woman, very earthy, very grounded, very shamanic. So if you feel into the shamanic traditions and that just earthy groundedness and you feel, you start to feel earthy groundedness, medicine woman, you feel into lower chakra. You feel into womb wisdom, womb wisdom. Right, all the wisdom that's there, base chakra wisdom, all the wisdom, depths of the feminine. I talked about this in a couple other places, I don't know where, (laughs) but that might be a cue uh, for me to say subscribe and hit the bell notification, hit the like button. Also, it helps so that you don't miss a video, right? So that you don't miss a video. So the next time I talk about Medusa or a dark goddess or an archetype or maybe something else that you're really interested in, you'll at least get the notification. All right, so Medusa, um, the third face of Medusa, so I said dark goddess, I said medicine woman, the third face of Medusa that I want to mention here is this lover aspect, this lover, right? She, but it's, it's like a, um, oh, when I, like feel into my body, into the lover aspect of Medusa. It brings out this, um, hmm, it's not seductress like Lilith, right? Lilith has this and it's glorious, right? There's a shadow side and a grace-filled side to all of them, but it's not a seductress side. It's It's a wild sexual, like sexual liberation, Um, Sexual liberation, freedom of expression in sexuality. So can you feel that in Medusa? This freedom of expression and sexuality, sexual energy expression, our own um, sensuality in our bodies, it's not just about having sex, right? This is not at all. (laughs) Let's not limit it to that. It's sensuality and sexuality as my life force as my creative essence, as the energy in me that rejuvenates, right? That is, is fertile. And that that is like fountain of youth energy. When we've got access, it's like fountain of youth energy. It's It brings aliveness if we're lacking energy or we're like feeling dull or we're not feeling pleasure in our bodies. This is a beautiful aspect to work with, especially the dark goddesses that also lean into the lover category, that also hold the sexual awakening energy, sexual awakening. And Medusa, if you think back to the mask removal, she's saying, you know, like, free your sexuality. Like, this is a beautiful expression why are we denying ourselves our life force why are we denying ourselves our pleasure why are we denying ourselves this way of moving through the world that is alive that is juicy right that is connected that is i'm making love to the air i'm making love to the words i'm reading i'm making love as i'm writing poetry why would we deny why would we deny ourselves that she also helps to remove limits or masks that we wear around our sexual energy, around sexual expression. Again, not just having sex, even in our daily lives. Our daily lives. And so it's she's literally like, stop faking it, like stop. <laughs> this would be something Medusa would say in like modern day terms, like enough imitating the porn. What are you doing? Like en- enough trying to like limit your energy to this one tiny little thread of fakeness. Like, stop acting. Stop flipping into autopilot when you're making love to your person. Stop flipping into autopilot when you're allowing pleasure to move through your body. Stop! There's way more! Stop! (laughs) That's one of Medusa's gifts. Um, Working in that dark goddess territory, <laughs> uh, opens all of that. Um, you've have heard me talk about the Dark Goddess retreat that's coming up. By the time this comes out, I don't know if there's any spots left. Don't know, but we'll put a link below in the description. Also, there's Dark Goddesses online workshops to work with. We don't have one specific to Medusa, um, but there's Lilith, there's Kali, there's Persephone. We'll put links below too. All right, but don't go there yet. We have much more to dive into. I want to talk about this Neptune aspect now. So. That's Medusa on the full moon. That's big, that's big, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal. Um, she's also a moon goddess, so it's like, ample, and I think this is a super moon. Correct me if I'm wrong, leave a comment in the notes below if, I, if it's not a super moon, but I believe it's a super moon, right? Just meaning it's very close to the earth and it's big, right, so it's more energy, more energy. Um, <clears throat> okay, uh, so a moon goddess being on a full super moon That's beautiful. In Sagittarius. So let's talk about the Sagittarius piece with the square to Neptune. Um, It's a T-square, right? Because the sun and the moon are opposing each other. And then there's Neptune. Uh, And there's grace. Again, hang out until the end because I want to talk about how um, (laughs) how you can really embody the grace. How you can really embody the gifts. How you can work on that side of the coin versus the getting blasted. Um, because what can happen, what I mean by getting blasted, what can happen is we can get very delusional. Neptune on his high side, the, the high expression, the wisdom expression of Neptune is um, very mystical. It's very mystical. It's the veils are thin. Uh, it's like the sign of the mystic, right? It's the It's this capacity to have your shamanic eyes switched on and to walk through the world in one foot in the seen, one foot in the unseen. It's fucking beautiful. (laughs) Most humans though, can't handle it. Most, Most of us haven't trained to be able to handle the mysticism of Neptune. So that can show up as ungrounded, like very ungrounded, very unembodied. Um, it can show up as often La La Land, often La La Land, like daydreaming. But that like daydreaming, that that is ungrounded daydreaming, not useful daydreaming. It's the the escapism daydreaming. Escapism in all forms is also held with the Neptune. So escapism, that's why Neptune's often associated with drugs, right? Drugs, alcohol, um, any ways that we escape. Anyways, ways that we escape uh, and can be very, very tricky. There's a trickster, right? Can be very, you know, it's like, here's reality. It, it's Neptune has the capacity to bend reality. And if you feel into the wisdom of that, fuck yeah. Right? Fuck yeah. Cause we oftentimes need our reality bent or expanded upon or, you know, lit up in a way. So we'll, well again we'll talk more about this at the end but if you like lean into the wisdom of Neptune and um, and allow this there to be this okay let me have my shamanic eyes on let me have my mystical my my mystical hat on my mystical you know way of being where I'm walking in the seen and the unseen where I'm walking in the scene and the unseen, and you just go to the capacity you can go. You know, the more you work with that, the, the more you can hold, the more that you can handle the unseen. It, it doesn't seem like it's something that's out there or other than. It's the more that you work in that territory, the more it's not either or. It's not the seen or the unseen. It's both and. Where it's both and. Both, both are true. Everything we sense in the unseen, which can be things like, sensing something in another person. This doesn't have to be guides or, um, or, you know, the wind talking to you or, or angels. It doesn't have to even be to that degree. It can be, that's all included here as well, but it can be simple things like gut feels, like intuitive knowings, like just mind being open to, if you think about creatives and how creatives talk about capturing an idea, this just happened in the team. So in the rewilding team, Um, one of my besties works for rewilding and it's fucking awesome, but she's, she's an extreme creative, extremely creative. And a few months ago we came up with this idea. She came up with this, this idea and we kind of collaborated on it, but I'm going to give her full credit for this idea. She comes up with this idea and how ideas kind of float on by is, is the mind can be very like open to them and, and creatives will talk about this, like a book idea or you know, an art idea or something, and it just floats on by, and you can kind of grab it, and it pops in. And she had this idea of a ah, like a three day challenge of like renewal, rejuvenation. There were re words, but it was all about like renewal, reset, rejuvenation. <laughs> um, this makes me feel like ooh, maybe we should still do that. Maybe we should still do this fun challenge. Uh, leave a note in the comments below if you're like, hey. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? Why haven't you guys done this yet? Like I would love to do, and they're free, right? Like we do these, these wild things, but, but let me know if that's a topic that you would love to go into. And if it's not, if there's another topic you're burning to go into in like, one of our big free rewilding challenges, leave it in the comments leave it in the comments. It would be so beautiful to hear um, what y'all want because we love hearing. I love hearing. I love taking in as much information as I can and then feeling what serves, what serves, what serves, what serves. So anyways, back to this idea. Um, This idea floats on in and the only reason that that she could grab it is because she's got this capacity to be open to it, right? To be open to it, to be open to it, to be open to it. Now, here's the cool part. Um, these ideas, right? These ideas are these inspirations. <laughs> if you've read Big Magic, uh, I think that's the name of the book. Uh, what is her name? I can't think of it. La, uh, la, 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 la. She wrote the movie Julia Roberts was in Eat, Pray, Love. Uh, Elizabeth Gilbert. Ah, I knew I would get there some weird way. But Elizabeth Gilbert writes, um, Writes the book, Big Magic, and talks about this. An idea comes in. If you don't embody it, embrace it, manifest it, bring it in. And this is an important point. This is the next point we're going to dive into around this full moon of what's going on right now. Embodying it, embracing it, grounding it, and bringing it in. Right? Like anchoring it in. Making it physical. That transition from idea, inspiration, thought, to it is now in the physical. To bring it in. We're at that moment. We're at that moment, but we can get delusional about this. We can get delusional. We can get knocked off track. Our brain can start going and questioning, am I good enough for this? Is this, was this right? Was all of these insights over the last couple of months, full moon culmination, right? Those are the culmination. Um, was that right? 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 So to distill, decipher between but um, between the two, right? To decipher between like, no, nah, this is my deep knowing. And, and I'm just being, this is just, um, Chiron, this is my wounded warrior coming up. This is just some delusional Neptune thing coming in. All right, again, I'll talk a little bit more about how to ride the wave and really um, get the most out of this full moon <laughs> um, and stay on the wisdom side of the full moon coin versus the side that knocks you over. Um, so let me just finish the story really quick. Two days ago, I think it was two days, two or three, who knows, but Um, My buddy, she's she's just like doing some research online and she sees that someone has done this challenge or maybe they made it a program or some online workshop or something. I don't know the format of it, but using the same words, like the same words, the the same words of what we were holding and going like, oh, yeah, this is what's dropped in, you know, and, and it just like moves. The idea moves. And so I'm sharing that from a standpoint back to this Neptune of seeing and living in both worlds. It doesn't have to be so uber spiritual, although it can be, and it is that as well, but it can also be more grounded things like an idea, an inspiration, an idea for a program of whatever, things that are in the unseen, the unseen. So now here's the interesting part. Here's a question to ask yourself during this full moon. Like this is the question. The question, <laughs> what am I called to bring from the unseen into the scene? What am I called to bring from the unseen into the scene? For example, an idea to make it real, like that program, right? If we were to do that, that, that free three-day pro three-part challenge series on renewal, rejuvenation, It's still just up here, it's all up here. It's this idea, we've got some notes on it. But if we were to create it, I was to film it, I was to bring you some practices and a workshop and put together this whole three day challenge, I've brought it in. I've brought it in, I've made it manifest. You get to watch the video, right? You get to go through the program. That's that's the question we should all be asking ourselves right now, that's the question is what is it that I've worked through? So here's the other little trickster, little trickster, Neptune and Chiron wounding. Chiron wounding and Neptune. What have I like worked through and I'm here, but I might not think I'm here. Or I might see some old pattern coming up or some old wounding or some old sabotage thing or some old limited belief system coming up, but I'm here, I'm here. Again, I'm going to talk about this. How to lean into that? Uh, actually, right now, because we're going to start to wrap things up and come to sort of the the <laughs> sort of the really good, yummy stuff of the video. Um, so let's start to do that. How to really work with this? Um, so this embodying, bringing it through, making it manifest, right? Bringing it into reality. Instead of dreaming about the person of your dreams, the relationship of your dreams, it's that you're actually physically experiencing it. It's, it's time, it's time. It's, it's time for us to get off our bums and make it manifest, make it manifest. Um, what can help with this is Saturn. Saturn. Saturn gets such a bad bad rap. He's called Father Time, Lord of Karma. Saturn is grounded, earthy. Saturn will do whatever it takes to make it manifest. Will do whatever it takes to make it manifest. So how can you work with Saturn? You can get really grounded. You just get grounded. Whatever practices bring you grounding, get barefoot, stomp your feet, listen to deep drumming music. That's all very, very grounding, right? Stop just being in your head. Move your body. Get really grounded. What you can do is while you're doing some grounding exercises, for some of us it's lifting weights, right? Reps, rep, reps, like heavy weights, reps, Very, um, uh, very structured is Saturn. So I like to do this sometimes. I, and this is legit like a practice that I do. Um, mm-hmm. This will sound funny. Uh, let me see. How can I? I want to keep it short and sweet. But uh, so if if I'm holding a retreat and there's 20 people in the retreat, this dark goddess retreat coming up, 20 people in this retreat, I will do like a dedication to this retreat that holds structure, that holds masculine, that holds a foundation, which is all very Saturnian. And what I will do is I will meditate on this retreat, but I will do 20 push-ups, I will do 20 sit-ups, I will do 20 squats, I will do 20 hill sprints, right? It's just a weird, funky practice that I do, but it's so solid and so grounding. And in it, it's like calibrating my whole system. It's bringing all of my attention, all of my awareness to this program that's going to be happening, right? To this and honoring each individual that's weaving their own individual soul thread into this retreat that's coming up, right? I do it I don't know, like 90% of the in-person retreats that I run. I will do that at some point leading up to as I'm preparing for a retreat. So that's something you could do is You could do some sort of a very structured, very masculine, very Saturnian movement, staying in your body, but focusing on what it is that you're called to bring into the world. You're called to bring it into the world. You're called to make it manifest. Enough dreaming. Enough daydreaming. And you got to be careful because Neptune's going to be loud. Neptune's going to be loud. So if we were to ride the wave of Neptune and stay on the wisdom side of Neptune, uh, let me feel, how would I do that? Um... Hmm. I would, in this very grounded way, right? I would make sure I'm in my legs, I'm in my root, I'm in my, you know, I'm in my body. And then I would open, I would open my mind. I would open my mind and I would open myself to the unseen, not losing the scene. That's, that's how I would do that not losing my thread to the scene. So I would go, okay, I'm gonna walk, you could do this practice, walk one foot in each world, one foot in each world, one foot in the unseen, so I don't just like, it's like a a balloon, like a helium balloon, and you just, instead of like letting go of the helium balloon, it just floats on off, right? That's if we just go off with Neptune. And if we just go, okay, cool, I'm just gonna go into the unseen. I'm gonna hold that string to the helium balloon. I'm gonna keep one foot in the scene, and one foot in the unseen, and then I'm gonna dance with it from that place. I'm gonna dance with it from that place. Okay, dark goddesses. I have to talk about this. Dark goddesses are squaring Jupiter. I talked about them in the last video. Worth going and watching. We'll put a link at the end of this video, something that you could do. Go and just watch the whole video because it'll relate to what's going on here. That was the new moon for this full moon. But also I talk a lot about the dark goddesses. I talk about Lilith, black moon, Persephone are all conjunct Ceres. I just wanna make sure that I have that right. Yeah, Lilith, Black Moon, Persephone are all conjunct Ceres or Demeter, which is Persephone's mom. This is really highlighting dark mother energy, dark mother energy. With Jupiter there, Jupiter brings light, just like a full moon. Jupiter amplifies, expands, and brings light, right? Brings, expands, amplifies, brings light. And so we've got these dark goddesses that's a, that's a boatload of dark goddesses. That's a boatload. That's a lot. <laughs> Hanging out, being hit by Jupiter, being lit up by Jupiter. Um, and so what does that mean for us? It means those of us coming on dark goddess retreat, we're going to have one hell of a retreat in two weeks. <laughs> um, for those of you who like an in-person retreat in Colorado is just totally out of the question, We've opened up the three dark goddess retreats that we have. We've opened up Kali, Persephone, and Lilith. So they're open. We'll put links below. They're only going to be open for about a week. That's it. Then they get closed again. So there's a short limited time that we're opening them up because we're holding the dark goddess retreat. And we just want to open the door to anyone who can't make it on retreat for whatever reasons, time, travel, resources, yada, yada, yada. But um, also because of this moment in time, um, because of the energetics right now. So that's dark goddess. Again, links are all in the description below. If you want to work with them, I would say the next... Oh, I mean, they're good to work with any time, but really to like honor this energy, I would say from this full moon to the new moon, right? That's also just a dark goddess moment in the moon cycle is after the full moon peaks, going into the new moon, right? Going into... The dark moon going into no moon. That's a beautiful time to work with dark goddesses. If you've got one of those retreats, one of those rewilding retreats already, do it. They're always different. Always different. The last time you did Kali will be so different. The last time you did Persephone will be completely different. Um, bounce around if you've gone through the whole thing. Feel into what's calling, what's singing. Oh, this one workshop in this retreat is what's calling me. Um, so just some different ways that you can work with us. Let me feel into Venus conjunct Uranus. Uh, This happened on June 11th, but it's still gonna be loud. Let me feel into how we can work with this. Being open to surprises in relationships. That's how we can stay on the wisdom side with this particular uh, energetics. Being open to surprises in love, venus right love it's our desires money being open to surprising like being open to new doorways like new doorways opening um uranus is surprises and it's in taurus so it's very grounded so it's not just oh i have a surprising thought oh i have a surprising vision no this is in taurus oh here's a surprising person who just showed up in my life oh here's a surprising investment that I'm really feeling called to. Oh, here's a surprising, something in the physical that will bring me pleasure, that will bring me joy, um, that will bring me yumminess. Uh, So feel for that. And let me see if there's anything else. I just want to go through my notes really quickly. Um, I think that's it. Chiron Mars. I talked about that. Here's here's I'll I'll end on that because that's how we sort of started this whole like, like, wait, I'm going to give you all the ways to work the wisdom of this, how to work the wisdom of Chiron Mars. Let Mars, the energy of the warrior, let the energy of the warrior, (laughs) um, let the energy of the warrior be a warrior and a sacred activist for the parts of you that you deem not worthy. For the parts of you that are not perfect, Chiron brings out our humanness, brings out our, you know, inner child things, brings out our humanness, our humanity, our human, we're all human. Like as evolved as we get, as enlightened as we get, we're still human, right? Still human. And so that's highlighted. But let Mars, if we can work with it in this way, Mars warrior. And if Mars can be warrior in his um, like his passion to defend or to fight for, it's like he's defending and he's fighting for us and honoring the humanity, honoring the imperfections, honoring, honoring the where we are at exactly on our path. So that's a beautiful way to work with it. There's also a Chiron meditation um, around this perfection piece. Uh, that's super beautiful. It's on YouTube. We'll put a link down below too. Love that one. That's really, really great. If there was one thing that you would weave into right now, at the end of this video, I would say move right into the Chiron. I would say move right into the Chiron and just do that meditation. It's a way to embody this. It's a way to meditate on it. it's a way to, um, kind of drop into deeper layers beyond just the mind. So I would say that. So, Hopefully, uh, we'll put a link up here. (laughs) I don't edit the videos anymore, so I don't know, but I'm guessing we'll put a link up here to that because I think that would be the best thing for us to move into right from here. All right, if you like this video, subscribe, hit the bell notification, leave a like, and leave a comment around what it is that you would love a free challenge on. What it is that you would, it's time, it's time for us to do a rewilding challenge. Um, So leave a comment what you would love to do a free rewilding challenge on, like a three-day one. We'll keep them a little bit shorter than some of our insane longer ones, but I would love to hear from you. Thank you all so, so much. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you.